You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. 702. What's up, Bongani? On 072-702-1702. All right, let's go a bit international now. It's 10 minutes after 4 o'clock. Now, among the reasons reportedly given by President Jacob Zuma for the resumption of diplomatic relations with Morocco for the first time since 2004 is that the North African Kingdom welcomed Nelson Mandela in the 50s when he sought military assistance and training for Umkondo Esizwe. This now reverses a policy that the ANC has been unflinching on in solidarity with the people of Western Sahara, which, of course, Morocco refuses to grant self-rule because it argues the territory is part of its country and not a separate one. Is this yet another example of a knee-jerk foreign policy decision or is it a considered shift on a long-standing position by the governing party? Joining us on the line to unpack all of this is political analyst at the University of Johannesburg, uh, Dr. David Munyai. Good afternoon to you and thank you for your time. Good afternoon and to all your listeners. President Zuma has been quoted as saying that Pretoria hasn't necessarily changed its position on the freedom of Western Sahara, but is open to dialogue with Morocco. Um, This is quite an interesting story. Um, I think on paper there's absolutely nothing wrong that President Zuma has done. Um, It's Morocco that uh, pulled out in 2004 in terms of diplomatic relationship with Pretoria. And it's also Morocco that wants to come back. And um, in re-establishing relationship with South Africa, there's absolutely nothing wrong. As long as it does not disturb the relationship that South Africa has with Western Sahara people who are here, also have representation in Pretoria. So uh, that part of the story is not quite clear. And from a political whether uh, level, whether President Zuma has cleared with the alliance, SACP came out um, gun blazing, uh, that there hasn't been any um, consultation. But uh, within international relations, there's nothing wrong that the president has done. Well, when... So part of the reasoning is also that uh, Morocco, of course, has come and joined the African Union, which they didn't want to be a part of uh, earlier because, of course, the African Union had a position on Western Sahara that Morocco disagreed with. So that's where, in a way, the fight began. And part of the argument is that uh, now that uh, the African Union is, uh, at least now that Morocco is is part of the African Union, these moves can be made. But it's interesting to me because the ANC heavily criticized, um, you know, Morocco's uh, joining of the African Union, saying that it would prove to be a setback for the people of Western Sahara just a few months ago. Indeed. And what, what also comes to uh, mind is the fact of a kind of shifting, uh, lack of consistent in terms of South Africa's foreign policy under President Zuma. It's like the Libya case. Yes. where we opposed the war uh, we, and then all of a sudden we signed. South Africa's position on the very same issue you have articulated uh, opposed Morocco rejoining the, uh, the AU. And that means if we welcome Morocco back into relationship directly with South Africa, it means that President Zuma in South Africa somehow softening their position on the question of Western Sahara, which is quite critical for ANC and the bulk of uh, uh, Southern Africa countries, which strongly feel that um, Western Sahara are not being supported fully. Now, one of the things I found interesting is that the president uh, 
also reportedly said he's keen to understand the history of the region and that this opening of diplomatic channels will assist with that. One, you, you have to ask the question that had this been the attitude adopted by the international community that stood in solidarity with the ANC during apartheid, he might have felt differently, or is that unfair? Not at all. I mean, the issue is inconsistent, and it means that Morocco is using its purse. Uh, it's now making more inroads, and you see the tension, uh, Morocco and Western Sahara, within the AU itself, And uh, the bigger question that one has is whether Morocco would uh, live in Pretoria side by side with Western Sahara that it opposes. So that's a challenge and how South Africa is going to manage that. So there are a lot of contradictions. President Zuma was supposed to articulate the position quite clearly, even within at the party level. So that hasn't been done in terms of messaging. So that is being done quite poorly. There's been criticism in the past of South Africa's foreign policy direction and uh, that at, at times it seems to lack foresight. Uh, would you say that's the case here? I mean, you mentioned Libya and, and the removal of uh, Gaddafi, for example, which we supported and then flip-flopped on when it seemed that it didn't go quite the way we would have wanted it. Indeed, and there's absolutely nothing wrong in terms of moving in and re-establishing relationship with Morocco. But what is needed is a clear, well-articulated position and to avoid these endless shifts. Uh, that does not explain it's it it uh, as any state i mean under president Mbaki, we really knew we could predict what he's going to say on mm-hmm. any given situation so as it stands south africa's uh, uh, foreign policy appears to be a one man show and it can waver overnight so that is a problem are we all things to all people or do you think that the president gets easily charmed when he's uh, in these uh, international platforms with uh, his counterparts uh, whether the last night meet, uh, telephone calls, as was the case and allegation that are made on Libya, that uh, the president changed his view. So we really don't know. And a country such as South Africa needs to be consistent so that it can be trusted on all other issues that are happening on the African continent, whether it's on Zimbabwe, Lesotho or DRC. We, you must be consistent in your position well, so certain- that your partners should um, trust you. Certainly, if we want that permanent seat on uh, the United Nations Security Council. Uh, Dr. David Minyai, political analyst at the University of Johannesburg, there on the line. We do need a clear and coherent foreign policy strategy, and it needs to be one that is working.